2: Mess. Celebrate your magic in the middle of life's messes. Hot happy mess. I'm Zuri Hall and this is Hot Hot, Happy happy. Mess. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Hey all, I am Zuri Hall and this is Hot Happy Mess where we make the most of the moments we are in and celebrate the magic and all that is hot, happy and messy in our lives. In today's episode, y'all, we are kicking off a new series, okay? A new series, I am so excited about this. We are talking love and relations. Really relationships, but relations just sounds so much more like old people version of series. Like, Mm-mm, don't be getting in relations with nobody you ain't ready to get in no relations with. Okay, anyways, uh, we're talking about love and relationships. And this could easily be the series for the entire year. That's just, one, how much I love the topic, but two, how applicable it is to our lives. Like, it's not just romantic relationship necessarily, and we'll dive into that too. When we're talking about breakups, it might be a friend you have to break up with, okay? But just relationships in general, but definitely from a romantic lens. And I'm really excited about today's First episode, because before we can get into the nitty gritty of relationships and love, we need to talk about how to be single and not just pretend to love it. Because <laughs> I have definitely been there. I think we all have. First up, I've got some things that I want to get off my chest on um, being single in America really the whole world, not just America, but saying America felt more dramatic. So I did that. Um, And then also I'm going to talk about just how I love getting hot and dolled up to take myself out to eat in a non-pandemic world, which makes me very happy, except when everyone around me is booed up, silently pitying me, and I'm suddenly fighting off emotional mess status. Then I am going one-on-one with a professional matchmaker and dating expert who's going to hook you up with how to do your single time right, where to find dates, how to make a great impression, how to ghost, what to do if you get ghosted. She is going in. She's great. I promise you're going to love her. And then, ho ho, we are just getting started, baby. We have one of my group chat members, Cleo, calling in, and she is gonna get her dating app profile picked apart by our professional matchmaker, analyzed, updated, because we are manifesting matches in 2021, okay? You hear me? Swipe right. Let's go. Lastly, party trick. We've got a dating app hack that will help guarantee that you find exactly who you were looking for, where you want them to be. And if you ain't single right now, that's okay. Neither am I. But listen anyway, first of all. And secondly, don't be a hater. Send it to a friend. Send it to a loved one. Send it to someone who can use uh, some of these tips and tools. But I think there's something for everyone in here. And even if you're in a relationship, not to be shady, but who knows how long you'll be in it. And then you'll be single again. And then this episode will apply. So basically... I'm really reaching to convince you. You should tune in. It's going to be a good one. And a friendly reminder, it is not too late to enter our Hot Happy Mess giveaway for a $100 Amazon gift card. It's super easy to enter, so just stay tuned until the end of the episode for the very simple rules. So anyways, back to being single. Can we talk about eating while single? Seriously, I would just love to. You know, just dive in for a second, because y'all know I love, no, correction, live for food. It is one of life's great joys, and I go in. I am very passionate about this topic, if you couldn't tell, today as I am sipping a little Table Vino Prophecy brand. Thank you so much for asking. I am reflecting because Valentine's Day is approaching, oh boy. Yeah, it's coming. Like I said, I am in a relationship currently. And no, I promise that I'm not here to be the douchebag chick who's using a Hallmark holiday as an opportunity to rub that in everyone's faces. That's what Instagram is for. I'm kidding, you guys. I'm kidding. Jeez, relax. I am, however, reflecting on this time two years ago, which was me, single as mostly loving it actually, but occasionally reminded by outsiders, let's call them the The Matrix, matrix for dramatic effect, that my singleness was not a thing that I should be loving. And if you have ever been a single woman in America or anywhere else, I would assume, then I know you feel me on this, because it sometimes feels like the world doesn't want you to be single, and reinforces this mentality that we as women need to be booed up. Reality shows where a bunch of women, or occasionally men, compete to win the affection of one guy, who, to be quite frank, only has a 17.4% chance of even being worth the fight. Shows that center on women who have or had a famous boyfriend or married into a come-up, whether it's a doctor, an athlete, or real estate tycoon, whatever, and that is no shade, because we have all fallen guilty, myself included, of binging the shows. The shows are great. It's so much fun to watch, and there's a time and a place for them. I'm just saying that for every docuseries about getting a man or being with a man or getting over having been with a man, can we get at least one, preferably more, about a woman just doing the damn thing, just doing her thing. Look, I love a couple goals moment or photo just as much as the next girl, and trust, you will see plenty on my Instagram, but when does single goals trend? No? Hashtag single goals? That is the viral hashtag moment we need. I had so much fun the couple years that I was single. I had so much fun the more recent two years that I was single, which has still been a little while now. And I made some of my best memories, y'all. The photos, the lessons that came from that chapter of my life. Matter of fact, can we make that a hashtag trend? I'm on a tangent. We'll revisit the whole hashtag thing later. But, One thing that I really love to do while I was single, and still do even when I'm in a relationship, is give myself a really healthy dose of self-care. Go listen to episode three if you haven't already, called Self-Love is Sexy AF. It's all about how to love on yourself. But I like to dose up on my self-care, lay on the TLC, pour moi. Yes, she went to Paris a couple of times, so she's speaking a little bit of French. (laughs) (laughs) That was the beginning and the end of the French. (laughs) And I like to go out to eat. Alone. Yes, I said it. I take myself out to eat and I love it. Mind-blowing. Whoa. Living on the edge, guys. Now, before I tell you this story, let me just explain why I stand a table for one these are three reasons okay just hear me out that I think taking yourself out to eat is not only hot but can up your happy vibes while you're out dining one is a confidence booster okay You're challenging yourself to step outside of your comfort zone. You're also telling yourself and everyone around you that you deserve what you're treating yourself to, with or without someone there to share it. So after you get over that initial discomfort of, oh my God, I'm here alone, people are staring at me, you settle into just not giving a damn and practice the art of enjoying your own company. I'm telling y'all, I've said it before, I'll say it a thousand more times, self-love is the best love, okay? Number two, A girl's got to eat, period. If you're craving your favorite diner or Thai spot, go. It's also a really fun way, in my opinion, to explore new cuisines and new places while savoring some solo time. You can bring a book to read. You can get some work done on your iPad. You can listen to a podcast while you eat (coughs) Hot Happy Mess or you open yourself up to more interactions with new people. I feel like people always find it easier to approach or start a friendly conversation when I'm solo. And I've honestly met some really cool men and women because one of us struck up a combo while I was out by myself. And three, you can devour an entire pizza by yourself without anybody trying to put their grubby little paws on one of your slices. That is a trigger for me. Now mind you, on occasion, it can get a little uncomfortable. (laughs) Like one of the very first times I did it as a newly single adult in my then late 20s, I was celebrating me and living my life like it's golden, golden, shout out to Jill Scott and burning incense and all that, okay? Sage in the room's just mad extra, just new relationship status, new me. And I was so proud of this older, more mature Zuri that I was becoming, that I was getting to know and learning to love even more. Do you remember the last time you stepped out into the real world with your inner sanctuary energy and boom, they tried it? Have you ever experienced that? Like, bruh, Oprah and I are over here trying to do myself work and we're feeling pretty good about it. So, hey, world, if you could just chill the out for like five seconds and stop trying to ruin my progress, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, well, this was that. (laughs) Okay, it was around Valentine's Day of, oh, gosh, wow, 2019 at this point when I had decided to take myself out to eat, and again, I do this often, have for years, relationship status be damned, and I highly recommend you try it. I love food, I don't wanna have to be across the table from someone I'm boning every time I wanna eat it. So anyways, I got all cute for my damn self, and I headed to this delightful little Italian restaurant in LA called Asteria Mozza. Highly recommend it. I'd been with a friend a few weeks before this, and I thought it would be nice to just, you know, return solo for the spaghetti carbonara that I was so desperately craving. What was I supposed to do? Never go out unless I could find a willing friend or a half-interested bumble date to dine with? Never enjoy a freshly served plate of perfectly al dente pasta again instead of the kind that I can't not overboil in my own kitchen? I think the f*** not. After checking in at the restaurant for one, a waiter guided me smack dab to the middle of five empty stools at this like, bar-like dining counter. And I'm like, huh. I realized very quickly, or maybe I assumed in my single lady defensiveness, but probably just realized quickly because I'm pretty sure it wasn't in my head. I felt like he was like, let's not let the single lady throw off the chair count for the two couples or the pairs of friends who will inevitably materialize and cushion her singleness. Soon, she'll be swallowed up in the crowded bar and we won't even remember she's here alone to pity her. Wonderful. What in the public shaming is this? Okay, so I didn't actually say that, but I said it with my eyes, and I think the waiter got the message because, well, he never came back. So now I'm making besties with the bartender who clearly pities me. I'm kidding. This is in my head now. But the further into my head I got, the more I thought about how public perception and societal BS, quite frankly, has been challenging my ideas on the things that make me happy. Now I'm just stuck in this rabbit hole of thoughts while flagging bartender Greg down for more Parmesan. Although I didn't mind eating alone, I'll be honest, there were quite a few things that I was realizing I didn't want to do alone. A part of me felt a pang of guilt. Was I a bad feminist? How dare I, deep down, not want to buy my first house on my own? I thought me and my spouse would go through that process together. Isn't that how it's supposed to go, quote unquote? Pick a city to settle down in, alone. Plan a summer vacation with all my coupled-up friends and stick to the room with a full-size bed, knowing damn well I wanted to upgrade to a king, just in case I caught my blessing before peak tourist season hit. Was I putting my desires on hold for a man? Oprah wanted more from me, in my mind. Was it so wrong to want to share these big life milestones with someone? Hell, not even anyone, but the one. Was it time to buy a secondhand first stool from a local thrift shop? Is it stool or stole, the, the fur thing that the old rich ladies wrap around their necks? I don't know. Secondhand first stool from a local thrift shop. Buy a respectable brownstone in a charming part of town and resign myself to life as a fabulous old dame who only answers to Lady Z? I've clearly been watching a lot of Bridgerton. Should I be perusing shelters for my first cat adoption? How the f- is that even supposed to work? I'm allergic to cats. Although I must admit, if it's that cliche cat or dog person question, I kinda of pick cats, I think they're misunderstood. I said what I said, don't at me. Snapping out of it though, out of this, this toxic thought spiral, I proceeded to inhale my perfectly prepared carbonara down two hearty glasses of Lambrusco. One good thing about single lady dining is I find you very often get hooked up with heavy pours on occasion. And I said, you know what, the patriarchy. It was great. So that big sexy tangent, just to get to the moral of the story, (laughs) 10 hours later, is treat yourself. Maybe not now with the whole pandemic, obviously. Be safe, be smart. A lot of us aren't eating out, myself included here in Los Angeles. But shoot, food delivery right now. Oh, I am. Going to town on the deliveries. I probably need to chill out. But at the end of the day, you deserve it. You deserve that tiny little indulgence every now and then. And it does not, it should not be contingent upon someone else being there to witness it or be a part of it. Give it to yourself because you deserve it, okay? So anyways... That's my little single-while-eating rant, but just because you're single doesn't mean that you don't want to flirt and have fun and meet different people. In fact, that's one of the best parts about being single, the flexibility and the freedom to do what you want with whomever you want. So I've got just the thing for you if that's where you are in life. I promise the wine isn't hitting as hard as it probably seems like it's hitting right now. Devin Simone. (laughs) Devin Simone is an internationally renowned dating expert and a matchmaker at Three Day Rule, whose skillful guidance has helped countless singles find and create happy, sustainable relationships. She was the co-host and co-creator of the hit TLC show, Love at First Swipe. And Devin's dating experience has been featured on Good Morning America, The Rachel Ray Show, the list goes on and on. And today, she is here to fill you in on how to be single and how to play the date. Game, okay? Here we go, y'all. You're gonna love this. Here's Devin. Kicking things off. Devin, thank you so much for joining me. How are you feeling today? How are we doing? Hey Z, I'm happy to be here. Feeling good. And yeah, we're in 2021. So that in made and of it. itself. Listen, that, that is good. That is the blessing in and of itself. We'll take what we can get at this point. Um, I'm super excited about this episode and this series that we're kicking off because we're talking all about love and relationships. And I was like, oh my god, Devin would be perfect for this because <laughs> I live for your Instagram post the like four, five, six slides. Or I'm like, Thank where you. is she finding these memes? They're hilarious.
3: It's like an undercover meme account. So there's like, date, you'll find like dating tips, advice, perspectives, but then you keep swiping and then
4: there's all, you sort of see these ridiculous memes and, Right. It just spirals into the most hilarious,
2: yeah. hilarious of content. Um, you're a dating expert, you're a professional matchmaker. Before we dive into you trying to get our lives together in the relationship department, what does that <laughs> mean? Like, what does your work entail? Yeah. So, you know, as a matchmaker,
3: I'm with a company called Three Day Rule. They're fabulous. They're in nine cities uh, nationwide and we're currently expanding. And, uh, you know, what we do, our job is really just to understand people um, and then to help them understand who would be a complimentary partner for them. So, you know, sometimes you're so in it, you can't, re- you can't realize it. Like you can't recognize it. And so I interview people all day long, learn, you know, the good, the bad, what they learned in their past relationships, maybe what they don't do so well or what they can't find that they're looking for. Um, and I sort of analyze that, give them some helpful tips. And then my team, um, we go out and sort of connect with different people who we think would ultimately be a good fit for that particular person. So it's really interesting. Never a dull moment. You get to meet all sorts of people, learn yeah. all sorts of things, but you also, get a lot of info uh for dating
2: like just a lot of data on dating. right 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 so you're like a dream for big tech like you are the the walking keeper of all of the statistics our likes our, our wants our desires the things we don't want we are exactly that. So I, you
3: know, there's a database that uh, our tech team has created to store all of this information because it's so much. It's so many people. You can never yeah. remember it all. Um, but yeah, you just really start to understand sort of the patterns because that's, that's yeah. part of what it is, is that there
2: are definitely patterns when it comes to dating. So when it comes to dating and these patterns, before we can get to the dating part, it's all about being single. This episode is how to be single and not just pretend to love it. Because I'm speaking for myself, I have been in the phase where I pretended to love it. And then I've been in the phase where I loved it. Like I was like, Oh my God, I've been missing out. This is how I was supposed to be doing this all these years. Um, and so I'm excited for an episode that really just dives into how to do that. What's your philosophy? on being single. When you think about that phase or that chapter in your life, like what should that be? What does that mean?
3: I, you know, I think you said it so well Z that like, yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of taught fake it till you make it like love Mm -hmm. yourself first and like value yourself. And then you'll find a partner who values you, but there is a difference between faking it, you know, till you make it and really, really loving it. And, and it's important that you get to that really love it piece because then you have more leverage, right? Like then you, you really start evaluating people based on the value they bring to your life rather than getting some need or some dopamine hit. Because it's kind of like a drug, as crazy as it sounds. Love really is a drug. And so if, if you don't learn how to love being with yourself, if you don't create the safe space within yourself then what happens is you're looking for that safe space in someone else. And that's a very um, dangerous place to be because people will be people. And even with the best intentions, they'll make mistakes. So you want to learn how to find that safe space within yourself. And then instead of just because a dude looks good or a girl's beautiful or whatever, you'll be less phased because you'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's cool and all.
2: But However, I enjoy doing X, Y, Z with myself. Yeah. Like, what right. are you
3: bringing to the table?
2: Right. right. That That's exactly it. For me, the difference came when it was like, I really like being with myself. I enjoy my own company and you have to be serving up or offering something that I enjoy more than looking at my damn self, more than sitting with my book on my couch by myself and being okay with being alone, I think is the first step to figuring out how to be with someone is being okay with the idea that you might not be with someone. Ironically, And being
3: with yourself. And you know, mm-hmm. something interesting that my dear friend, so there was a show, I don't know if you watched it, but called What Not to Wear. It was on for a long oh, yes, time of course. Um, yeah. with Clinton, Kelly, Stacey London. And Clinton is one of my dearest friends. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it and Clinton's been married for years. And he was saying, you know, especially for women, He's like, you know, I kind of feel bad. I hope he's not mad at me for sharing this conversation, but he's like, <laughs> share, you know, share. I, I, I don't share. I'm still I <laughs> uh, love you, Clinton. Um, He was like, I feel bad for, for women, you know, because they are sold this narrative about how they have to be in a relationship to have value or they have to get married or they have to have kids. And he goes, so they're like sold this fairy tale and they get into a habit where it seems like they subscribe to that fairy tale not even knowing if it's really what they want. So it's mm. like, we look to find the partner. We look to find the boyfriend. We look to find the relationship or whatever. Yeah, we want those things, but it's also because, oh, my friends are getting in a relationship or everybody's saying I should settle down or everybody's doing this, like, and, or I'm right. at this age and I feel like it should be happening. And being able to kind of take your power back and be like, no, you get to write your fairy tale. And guess what? You get to write a new chapter every mm. single day. You, mm-hmm. literally get to, you don't have to write it out ahead. You don't have to plan and figure. You literally get to be like, today, Devin went and did blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. and da, da, da. It was great. And maybe your fairy tale has a bunch of great little love stories in it. Maybe yeah. it come. you have a long love story later in life. Maybe you have multiple. Whatever it is, just know that it starts with taking back your fairy tale. You get to write it. It does not need to look like anyone else's. And I think once you take that pressure off, it's yeah. a little easier to ease into... Courting mm-hmm. and dating yourself, because now yes. you're not worried about what everybody else is thinking or this timeline or, yeah, I got to love myself, but I got to do it real fast because I'm, <laughs> I'm 33 and I need to fuck everybody. That part. Yeah. Now you're <laughs> like, you know what? I love myself. I'm going to take my damn time. Have you ever agreed to go yeah. somewhere and you kind of you, you really didn't want to go, but you committed? Yeah. And yeah. so when you don't really want to go, you take your time putting on the lipstick or you Girl, take your time getting just dressed. Just hoping you know, someone might like, cancel while you're putting the lip right? gloss on. Right. You're like, <laughs> eh, I'll get there when I get there. There's a meme about it that I will post one day. But it's like, you know, I'm I'm sorry I'm late. I didn't want to come. And right. it's sort of like... My favorite <laughs> just long time. It, right. And so this is the same. Not that you don't want to be in a relationship. Certainly not saying that. But saying... When you take that timeline off and you do you and you feel like you can go at your own pace, it's easier to enjoy all mm-hmm. that comes with being in your own space and your own company.
2: Yes, yes. I love everything that you said, particularly because the, the difference that I realized when I was single and kind of like, oh, should I get a boyfriend? I feel like I need one. Everyone else has one. Um I hesitate to say desperation because it, I wasn't acting that way to the person, but energetically, I do feel like there's something that comes across to a guy or a woman when you're sitting across from them. Like, I can just tell when I would go on first dates, like, oh, this dude is really mm-hmm. trying to lock it down, or he's, and I just automatically am like, check, please. Cause I just, I just exactly. don't know it. I don't know. Give me time. Give me space. When I started showing up, like, I really love being single. I love, each of these first dates because it's just an opportunity to get to know someone new. Have fun. Have a conversation. If I never see you again, thank you for this exchange. Thank you for whatever fun we did have. Something about the person on the other side of the table, sensing that, makes them a little more intrigued. Well, why isn't she trying to lock me down? Well, why isn't she trying to convince me that she's wifey material? Well, and all of the questions create the mystery, the interest, the, I need to get to know her more. It was like, as soon as I was impressed... Everybody was pressed. That's 100% true. It's the
3: same <laughs> reason why when you get in a relationship, all the exes come back. You know, Girl. like, they start peeping your story. Yes. Or start peeping, and you're like, hey, big not, head, can you not? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, can we not? What? It's, right. It is, it's sort of the same thing. And also... You can be more authentically you because you don't care. So instead of, you know, as someone, you know, if there are questions you want to ask or things you want to talk about or thing and, you know, you're trying to impress them. So you kind of, you know, hesitate or tread that line when you don't care. It doesn't mean let it all hang out, but it just means you're (laughs) like, like you said, like I could see you tomorrow and I could not. Right. Either way. And I'm good. cool with that. Yep. Like either way, yeah. we're good. I'm, a, I, I know my favorite delivery services. I know my favorite <laughs> shows and my couch is comfy. Exactly. So like, you know, and you know, I like to look <laughs> in the mirror and look at my, my, my damn self. So, right, uh, right. yeah, it, it <laughs> creates a sense of power. It also means that as you get into it, that you won't be so quick to compromise mm-hmm. because when, even if the person's really great, right, it takes time to get to know them. And if you, again, if you don't create like a safe space in yourself, safe space, meaning like if the world gets stressful or throws you a curveball or you're stressed out, what is your, like ask yourself, what is your safe space? Is it with your family? Is it with your friends? Is it by yourself? Is it reading a book? Is it in your room? Ideally, it's great for it to even be with friends and family, but ideally you want it to be with yourself because that's the Mm -hmm. one thing you can control. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing that will always be there is you and your relationship with yourself. So your safe space, being able to Just read a book, get your favorite food or snack or whatever, but light a candle and just be and kind of, you know, come back to uh, come back centered. You want to learn and feel what that is. So that way, when you start having feelings for someone, which is going to pull you away from that safe space, which is what a relationship or dating does, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's so close by the minute anything feels weird. Or you feel like you're not quite getting the standard you deserve instead of clinging to this person because you're trying to make them your safe space. You know, mm. like now you're in it. And so you don't want the attention to go away. You don't want him to stop calling. or You know, look, no, my safe space over here. So right. either we correct this thing or mm. I'm going to go back to my spot. And it was nice knowing you. And it's Ugh. just easier to do that when you know
2: your safe space. If that's not the gem of the day, amen, amen, amen. Now, I want to ask you, you know, some of your best practices for the the, the single phase, and then we want to get in some dating app conversation. But just for context, really quickly, what's your current relationship status for our listeners? Where are you in the in the this thing called love?
3: Yeah, that's an excellent question. So I was engaged last year. This is sort okay. of the first public formal announcement. Wonderful guy. Unfortunately, there was too much racism in that family. Ooh. And given what we were dealing with, um, you know, and are dealing with now, you know, yeah. in the social climate, it just became recognizing where my own safe space was, mm. it became important for me to honor that. Yes. Um, and yes. so ultimately we had to part ways. But um. wonderful guy. Wish him all the best. Yeah. But, uh-uh, we ain't gonna have racist in-laws. That's not... that ain't the thing.
2: I'm sorry to hear that, you know, that it meant you had to go your separate ways, but I'm happy to hear that on the other side of that, you can say he's a good guy and you you out here single and mingling, it sounds like, for 2021. Honestly, uh, I'm out here single and mingling with... Okay. I love I, I really love hanging out with
3: myself. Like, let me just <laughs> say that. And I, and I, you know, I probably appreciate it more now than ever, but I also... Mm-hmm in loving myself even more only makes me believe in love that much more
2: mm, because
3: mm-hmm. you just recognize sort of the power of it and also i will say i recognize the value of emotional intelligence oh and my gosh, that's something listen.
2: yes girl yes, like if that yes. ain't a whole episode in and of itself girl. like trying to have a conversation <laughs> with someone girl. who lacks emotional intelligence you might as well be talking to a wall you, you just I mean, just. I, talking I mean, to the absolutely. wall would be less frustrating than talking absolutely. with someone who thinks they have the capacity to engage right. in a conversation, but doesn't. Right. Not. Right. Ooh. And most of them do think that
3: they do, is the problem. Yes. And know yes. that someone who values personal growth, someone who is intellectually curious does not mean that they are emotionally intelligent. So just because they're well traveled mm-hmm. or because they can say that they have feelings for you or whatever they that, that in and of itself does not denote emotional intelligence. Mm-mm. And especially now that we are, I feel like our generation is in this thing where we are recognizing that we have two options. We mm-hmm. can carry with us the trauma from our parents and generations past and let it yeah. go unaddressed. And then we we are holding on to that and carrying mm-hmm. it in relationships and pass it on to our kids. Or we can break that cycle and say, look, I recognize the limitations from how I grew up and I'm doing better right. for myself, like emotionally. And I expect yeah. that of my partner, too. And, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's really important to be aware of where you are in that and then where the other person is also. And that comes when you sit with yourself, when you create the safe space in yourself, when you date yourself, mm-hmm. you can be more clear about those things. So then again, when you meet someone, no matter how fine they are, how successful they are, if they're love bombing you or you know, buying you this and that or doing this and that or saying all the right things, you can just be more discerning because mm-hmm. you're centered because you have that mm-hmm. emotional intelligence and you can recognize that in the other person. Mm.
6: So chart your own path for business success with the 1 million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B E N all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B E N.
2: Okay. So we're single, you know, we're setting this hypothetical scene. Um, and now we're deciding, you know what? I'm ready to date the self love check. I've got my safe space check. Let's go. It's time to hit these streets and see what's out there. What do you hope we keep in mind? What should we be keeping in mind as we go out into here, as we get on these apps? How should we approach the dating experience?
3: The first thing that I recommend to all my clients is to get out a piece of paper and write down a list. And I know, look, Lists. There are a lot of mixed messages surrounding lists. Uh, if you have a list that has 35 things on it, that's that's <laughs> throw it away. Throw it away. Good luck. It, light it on fire. Have a nice light yeah, looking yeah, for, for that. Say bye to that. <laughs> but if you're like, oh, I'm just open to anything, that's not going to serve you either, because mm-hmm. there are so many different types of people with different interests and things and visions and values and blah. blah, blah. You could spend forever sort of sampling them all. And that's really hard for people who are easy to talk to because you Mm. kind of like talking to a bunch of different people. So then you'll be like, well, you know, I get dates all the time or whatever else it is, but you're not really connecting on a deeper level. So you want to get clear on what you're looking for. And I'd say write down about five must haves for you and then prioritize them. Mm. So like number one on my list is emotional intelligence Mm. followed by intellectual curiosity. And maybe for you, it's family values. Maybe it's for you. It's someone who's purpose driven. Maybe for you, you know, you can throw in some of the superficial stuff like height or looks, that's fine, but you only get five. Because even oh, when wait, Oprah goes only shopping... Only five physical ones? Yes. Only, okay, because no, I was going to ask you for the ratio. Total. Oh, totally, Total! Yes, girl. Only <laughs> five <bus> have <laughs> total. The rest are bonus. This is why, oh. even when Oprah goes shopping, okay, mm-hmm. she doesn't buy one of everything in the store. She yeah. can afford it, but she's yeah. not going to Target give, <laughs> saying, give me one of everything. She's right. picking the things she needs. And the reason why I say okay. that is because no one has a hundred Percent and Mm. no successful relationship, no happy, loving, healthy relationship. Did both partners have a hundred percent? Because we're people and Mm -hmm. we change and we grow. He may have great hair now and not great hair in ten years. You don't know that your boobs may be sitting up to your chin now and down to your ankles in four years. Like so, so when you put too much emphasis on those things, that's the quickest way to stay single. So you want to prioritize what they are, and if it is looks, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's five. So, okay, if you put five. height and eye color and hair, that's three right there, girl. Right. So, and you can't make <laughs> up the other two with just good personality, good
2: job. Like, good Listen, personality is... A, and is you're going to be mad when those cataracts kick in if you only have five eyes. Right? Yeah. of the f- one of three exactly. physical traits in the top five.
3: Exactly. Okay. okay. So, you can... You know, you can... Ha- it's okay to have what you're attracted to. It's not saying don't go out with someone that you're just absolutely not attracted to. But in prioritizing, because again, you attract that, like what you focus on mentally is what you attract right in your mm-hmm. life, like that sort mm-hmm. of energy. So when you are focusing on someone who is empathetic, or compassionate, mm-hmm. or good sense of humor, or family values, you will find it much more clearly because that's your primary focus, not the dude yeah. that is super social and charming or what, whatever else. So that's the first step, mm-hmm. is writing down your five must-haves and then write down three deal-breakers. Mm-hmm. So even if he had all these other qualities, mm-hmm. if he has X, Y, and Z, it's a no. And know yeah. why that that's a deal-breaker for you. Just understand yeah. and know why. The next thing you want to do is make sure that you are creating opportunity. That's what matchmakers do, right? Like that Mm -hmm. is my job, is creating opportunity for single people. And you can do that yourself. So right now, especially in COVID, it's a little Mm -hmm. bit different. Things look different, especially depending, you know, go to Florida and the world looks normal. Listen, they Uh, are turning uh, up at full speed in Florida right now. Yeah, full (laughs) speed. Uh, But, you know, come to New York, it looks a lot less normal. So um, Mm -hmm. create opportunity and you can do that online. Social media is Great. It's actually great because most people are on it and no, not everyone's single, but you can ask, you can find out more about their personality. If you think someone's cute and they have a private profile, just send a request. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They might accept mm-hmm. it. And if you decide you don't like them, then unfollow them. That's not a big yeah. deal. Like no yeah. harm there. Um, send a DM, DMs. There's a reason there are songs about are it. You they you actually work.
2: I, I have, I'm becoming more fascinated with the concept of DM sliding as time goes on. Because for the longest, I was like, wait, what? No, this is weird. What? And then I realized relationships left and right are starting in the DMs and they are completely wonderful, beautiful, healthy relationships.
3: Absolutely. I once went out with this NFL player, very short while, athletes uh-huh. aren't fully my thing, but uh-huh. super cute, super fly, started in the DMs. So, okay. like, I saw All him right. on Twitter. I tweeted him. He tweeted me. We followed each other. Started in the d- Wait, he- so you but- initiated the tweets? Yes. I initiated it. <laughs> I initiated it. And then I made it look like he was the one that started the conversation. <laughs> So, (laughs) yeah. So I tweeted him, followed him, he followed me back, and then I DM'd him, like, How are you gonna follow me and not say hi? Now, mind you, I followed him first.
2: Listen, there you go. We bow down at the court of Devin Simone (laughs) in this Twitter game. Okay, so this just perfectly clears the path for that conversation. You're saying don't knock the DMs. Open up your go mind, open DMs, up. Okay, media, open get up Clubhouse. The inbox. Clu- if you're on Clubhouse, yeah. get in there when some yeah.
3: most people on Clubhouse, ha- I know you're on it Z, but most mm-hmm. people, you know, link their Twitter or Instagram, right? So yeah. when you're in one of those rooms and someone's talking, I li- scroll through and see who's pro- who either says something that you find interesting or whose yeah. picture is cute. Their picture is cute, <laughs> click on their profile, go to their Instagram or their Twitter that's linked, then send them a DM, be like, "Hey, I heard you on Clubhouse" or "Hey, I saw this" or just follow request them. Boom,
2: wow. boom, and Honestly. Boom. And that's kind of genius because it gives you the conversation starters that oftentimes these apps don't give you, Hey, what's up? Hey, how was your day? Hey, I liked your photo, exactly. but you're working with content. I liked what you exactly. said. I liked what you thought about this. I read that caption and it resonated with me. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And just standing out in the crowd.
3: I'm telling, and those are all free methods, right? You don't right. pay for the apps, you don't have to pay for whatever, like mm-hmm. and your hit rate'll probably be the same as it is on an app at this point. <laughs>
4: exactly. To be
3: so um, you know, definitely you can be your own matchmaker by creating opportunity uh in uh-huh. that way. If you're gonna create yeah. opportunity though, make sure that your social presence matches what you're trying to attract. So don't have some old ass photos from <laughs> six years ago that are grainy, look like they were taken with a potato, right that are you know, cause now he or she is coming to look at you because you
2: DM them uh-huh. or
3: message them yeah. and they're like, nah. Uh, this person looks like a serial killer. Don't get I do that. literally
2: I was about to say I automatically assume anyone with that type of photo is a sociopath and or right. se- serial killer. There's too much technology exactly. at our fingertips in exactly. 2021. For us to be looking like my spe- space circa what, 2000? Exactly. Period? <laughs> exactly. I mean, iPhone could have
3: made it even easier. Portrait mode. Just portrait, Listen, timer, just, all like press it. the button. The you don't big. even need a friend. Yeah. You don't even need a friend. Exactly. Prop <laughs> that bad boy up, get some good lighting and call it a day. So boom. Um, make sure that your pro- your presence and also if you have a bunch of exes or just things that you don't feel are representative of you, then mm-hmm. get rid of the, you know, just clean it up. Make sure it's okay. your calling card. So make sure that you're doing that as well. Um, and then lastly, know that it is a bit of a numbers game. Uh, try not to obsess over it and then just have a positive attitude and the positive attitude circles back to that whole enjoying being by yourself, mm-hmm. like set a time limit. Cause they can, it can become addicting cause you're getting a dopamine hit every time you get attention from someone you right. find attractive. You just are. Right. So be careful or be mindful of going down the rabbit hole where now you're spending all of your free time on the apps, whether it be a dating app or social media, trying to find somebody mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yes, you want to be consistent in it, but don't let it consume. Cause then eventually y- you don't know how to, there's like almost too many options and you just become that desperation kicks in. Right. Because right. you're just like consuming it too much. So, right. um, you can't have too much of a good thing, even if it is compliment. So, uh, make Got sure it. you're sa- even if it's like, okay, 30 minutes a day or something mm-hmm. like that, and then move on to something else.
2: For the dating apps specifically, what's the key to those? Because I feel like that's the easiest way to just get super depressed and be like, actually, I quit. I'm just going to join the nunnery because what is the point? What's one thing to keep in mind, one thing to do, and one thing to not do when it comes to the apps? Yeah, the
3: apps, man. Uh, you <laughs> you should... <know>. Wow, <laughs> that, sure. that tone said well, it all. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, And I used, I mean, I created a show around finding love on apps from Love at First Swipe on TLC, and yet now, (laughs) you know, a lot has changed. Um, The apps can be great. If you're going to do them, pick one or two, Mm -hmm. okay? Don't overconsume. You do not need to be on all of them. Okay. Limit your time on them, so like 30 minutes or so, Mm -hmm. uh, and transition off of them quickly. So if you match with someone that you kind of like... You both should be transitioning to the phone or in person mm. or video given, you know, COVID uh, mm-hmm. r- within a couple of days. Otherwise yeah. you've got an app buddy and nobody, uh, nobody's looking, nobody's
2: looking for an app buddy.
3: So I like that. So keep it moving.
2: Quickly. Like if you're not transitioning yeah. from app to, to outside communication quickly, you yeah. might as well just call it what it is. Cause
3: yeah, call it an, an app buddy anywhere. and then drop okay. it. But the same is true on the other end. If you feel like someone's being too forceful and an example mm-hmm. of too forceful is at the end of the conversation, if he or she is like, Oh, would love to chat more. Would love to go out with you sometime. Here's my number. That's not too mm-hmm. forceful. Right. That's Okay. If someone's like, hey, Zuri, what are you doing tonight? Mind you, they matched with you 10 minutes ago. And they're like, what are you doing tonight? Or they matched with you even an hour ago and you feel like, whoa, whoa, like, hi. Because then they're doing that with everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're doing that with everybody. They're not interested in making you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Drop it. Like, even if you have no plans, that's where that feeling safe
2: with yourself comes in. Drop it. Mm -hmm, Don't. mm -hmm, I wouldn't mm -hmm. continue on that. Do you have a best dating app and a worst one you recommend and one you're like, stay away from? They change
3: all of the time, like literally all the time. So at this point, um, no, I don't. Facebook dating, (laughs) I was really optimistic when it came out. I really liked it. I was actually the, you know, resident expert for Facebook dating. A lot of people I think don't still know about it. It was launched in other countries first, but I liked that they had elements of safety included where like you could let a friend know that you were going on a date with someone you matched with. So it would, it would within the app, it would clue in one of your Facebook friends if you wanted, just your location. So uh-huh. that way, if you went out to meet with that person, you could feel safe and there was mm-hmm. some sort of connection, right, of who, like, they would right. have ac- limited access to who it was you were going to go on a date with. Yeah. Um, you know, it was matching you based on interest, which I liked. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't think it had enough people on it yet, and I'm not uh-huh. sure where that stands today. Um, mm-hmm. But they all can be good-ish. I would say if there was one I would really steer clear of, it's Tinder. Unless you're abroad. In Europe... Tinder is still okay. In the okay. US, Tinder is the outlet mall that has been here since <laughs> 1972 that still oh, only has that one. Not the good strip store. mall with the yes, elder beermans in there. It a, maybe is a a strip Sears. mall. Half yep, the racks are a, empty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. is still struggling for life. Like their one <laughs> last open location. That would be a Tinder in the US. So I would oh, just man. be mindful of that. But I, I that honestly is- think. You know, apps are good, but I really think if you can manage to utilize
2: social media to your advantage, that'll that'll give you an edge. All right. Off to the races. Social media. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Um, I want to patch in one of our girls from the group chat, Cleo, because she is single and mingling. She has a dating profile. And I think it would be really fun if you just kind of... Break it down. Tell her what she's doing right, what she's doing wrong, what she should do differently. Um, Producer Star is going to patch her in. She might already be in the waiting room. uh, But in just a second, really quickly before we let Cleo in, she's in the waiting room. um, What do you want people to keep in mind when they're making their profiles? If they decide, okay, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to do Tinder, Raya, Hinge, whatever. How do we make our profile stand out?
3: Uh, You want to make sure you have great photos, which you've heard time and time again, natural lighting is the best. Try not to take the photos indoors. If you do, make sure you have some bomb-ass lighting or stand Mm -hmm. in front of a window. It looks better. Have some diversity in your photos. All selfies, not cool. They want to see that you either have a friend or that you get out of the house or that you have more than a torso. So try (laughs) to give like a full... And then sense of humor goes a long way. Like Sense of humor is one of those things that really transcends different cultures and communities and even um, countries. So if you can find a way to be playful in your profile, that
2: really will draw people to you. Mm, okay. Got it. Let's go ahead and bring Cleo in from the waiting room. Hi, Hi. Cleo. Hi, oh, my darlings. Can you guys hear me okay? We can. We can. Cleo is coming in live from Toronto, Canada right now. Um, so Cleo, meet Devin. Devin, Cleo. Hello, Mrs. Hi, Cleo. You're beautiful. And I can feel that Canadian energy. <laughs> Like I feel like already you can't, I like, feel like you can feel the positive Canadian energy, <laughs> The positive Canadian energy. <laughs> so Devin already has kind of a snapshot of your Hinge profile, as you know, but before she dives into what you're doing right, what you could do maybe a little bit better, just really quickly break it down for her, your relationship status, what the dating game has been like for you and how this whole dating app journey is going. Got it. So I am
4: single and ready to mingle. Um my dating history has not been particularly exciting because I have moved to three different cities in Canada um and so because I lived in these cities and I had to kind of like make new friends and everything it was it was tough so I didn't do a lot of dating to be honest with you so I don't feel like I'm very good at it um And in terms of online dating, I mean, I've been on all the different ones, like Bumble, Hinge, Tinder. um, I finally got accepted to Raya or Raya. And yeah, and I've had, I've had like a a tough time. Like I, you know, I guess kind of uh, my difficulty with online dating is that you miss the part where you get to know the person like for that moment in real life and the excitement that comes with it. And I think it's kind of hard to package um, like all that is me into a text message and, or, you know, and I was really ready at the top of this year. Um, I had, you know, read a couple books and I was like, okay, I'm open and I'm ready for this. And then it's a pandemic. Um, (laughs) Mm. so so that really jocked my style because it made it like scary to date. And I had gone on like a few walking dates and stuff like that, but yeah, so that's, I guess is the quick and dirty about my, my dating history. It's not very exciting. Um, And I think one of the things that ends up happening is people are like, oh, guys, you're intimidated by you. And I have a hard time with that because I think I'm a nice person, but such is life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just want to piggyback on that because, like, as you can see right now, we're on video chat for the listeners. Um, Cleo's gorgeous. The curls are popping. She's glowy. She's so social and just outgoing. She's smart. Um, That typical, like, you're intimidating thing that I feel like all three of us have probably gotten at points in our lives, um, which is more reflection on the people who are, quote, unquote, intimidated than us. Um, But that does make it a little harder. And I love what you said, Cleo, about it's so hard to package your personality and to— Text messages where people are so burnt out from this app back and forth anyway that they're not assuming the best in you. They're assuming you're just like the others or whatever it is. So Devin, what would you say to kind of Clio Spiel and then break it down? You've got the hinge profile, right? You've got I your hinge do, profile. I do. Let me let me pull it back up. Okay. Um, okay. So
3: so the first thing that I would say, um, is know that you don't have to package your whole personality in a few text messages. That's part of the mystery. That's part of what makes you great. If you could pack it in a few text messages, I'd A, be shocked. And then I'd be like, wow, you're pretty <laughs> one-dimensional. So it's mm-hmm. okay. Know that that pressure isn't there. You just want to give snippets of it. Like a snippets of of you and who you are. It doesn't have to be the whole thing. Um, and you know, the intimidating thing is really just annoying. It's annoying when people say that it's annoying, but it's probably God's gift in that it automatically weeds out people who know that they have nothing to contribute because mm. my guess would be you being such a kind woman. Like I literally can feel it in your spirit and not just cause you're in Toronto right now, <laughs> but I feel, but that's part of it. But I feel like you likely when you do care about someone you really care and you give so much and so it could be easy for someone to take advantage of that if if they weren't intimidated if they're just like oh i can get a lot from her and she's great so so it, while it's annoying and a nuisance it's actually a gift in itself because it already cuts out anybody who wouldn't be adding value to you long term girl get it oh okay. perspective it. shift
4: okay oh okay, <laughs> I love a perspective shift
3: all right, now let me pull up your profile. Oh, uh, God, here we go.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, and all I can do is real. That's all I Listen, know how to do. do. I'm not going to do Don't good. worry, this know. is a,
4: we Ooh, keep we it 100 go. all the time. Don't just worry. Went into
3: auntie mode. I feel like I'm, oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm here and ready. <laughs> Okay, and so the listeners won't can't actually see the profile, but this is a Hinge profile just for everyone who knows. Um, and I will say what I like about Hinge is they include question prompts, and so you don't have to think of them on your own. You just have to think of your answers, and there's a variety of different ones so that the person looking at your profile can get to know certain things about you. So I like that about Hinge, and I like that you, Cleo, have filled out all of the que- you know all of you. I think you get like five different options, and you've done that in your profile, so that's great. Now I'm gonna start with the things that I love. So your first photo is this headshot. It looks like you took it in front of a window. It's glowy. You got the sun glistening on your skin, kind of a smise going on. Tyra Banks would be proud. Your eyes are sparkling. It's up close. We get a little bit of cleavage, just a dip. You have on like a, it almost looks like a t-shirt. I mean, it couldn't be more alluring. You're killing it. It is an AAA across the board. AAA across the board. It is beautiful. And it's great that that's your first Photo because it's it's sort of drawing someone in where they want to get to see more or know more like they can't really size up everything because you even have it I mean it's a pretty tight shot on your face so they it just makes me say okay "Hmm, I wonder what's going on here so absolutely this one okay yes 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 taking it in L A as a matter of fact (laughs) looking at L A has. I just say if you live in LA, there's no reason why you should
2: have a sucky dating for a while because you guys have the best light, <laughs> best light period for photos year round. Girl, we year paying for it. That, that sunshine tax as well. I'm st- going to be looking for I this don't know house what forever. I'm for in New York, the street <laughs> sewer tax, I don't know. Right. We don't have light like that. Maybe two
3: months out of the year, right? Maybe, um, but it's working. It's beautiful. Another photo that I love, love, love. You in this orange dress. Y'all, if you could see it, it is an orange bodycon dress. Looks great on her skin. She has her legs crossed over. She has a beautiful backdrop. She's in front of some hills and valleys and like a lake. Fire. She looks beautiful. It's beautiful because it's alluring. It's sexy, but it's not doing the most. Love it. That with the headshot photo. Amazing. The other photo, uh, the other photos are good. Like there's one of you, indoors uh in front of a couch it's good if you have one outdoors i would swap it just again outdoor photos like outdoor lighting just always works better so it's not bad but it's 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 not it's you know it's probably like an eight level compared to the like on an eight on a scale of 10 compared to the like 12s of the other two photos that i mentioned that are just freaking stunning and amazing Perfect. Now let's talk a little bit about what you wrote in the profile. So again, what I like about Hinge is that they give you these prompts. Some of their prompts are a little bit more serious, like relationship focus, and some of them are fun. You want to lean into the fun, okay. right? Because life's hard enough. 2020 showed us that. You ultimately want someone you can have a good time with. And they know that you're smart. You having photos of yourself where you're showing a little, but leaving a lot to the imagination already lets them know that you're a woman to be respected. So now in our questions, we don't have to try and highlight that as much. So like my love language is, is one of the prompts that you chose Mm -hmm. and you put quality time and acts of service. That's a great conversation starter. It's a great something to talk about on a date. If you are trying to get someone's attention, it's not that great because where do you go from that? it's like, okay, cool. Like, that's great. Like, you know, that's like saying, Oh, I ate a sandwich today. Like, cool. You're likely not going to dig into a deep conversation on the love languages off that, like, first message.
2: Devin, what do you think about, like, if that is the prompt that you want, instead of taking it so literally or seriously, be like, My love language is, and just don't pick one of the five, right? Like foot rubs and shots of fireball, like holler at me or whatever it is. And that's
3: that's excellent, Zuri.
2: Exactly. And that is excellent, Zuri, because
3: Mm -hmm. then you're still showing personality. That's how you show the snippets of your personality. And it's still Mm -hmm. playful and fun. Absolutely. My love language is Uno's pizza Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever, whatever. You can totally Mm -hmm. do that. That would be great. Um, Another one. So we talked about that feeling intimidated. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something that strong women, we do a lot and we have to be mindful of it to curb it. Never that we have to dim our light or be small. It's never that. But because we bring a lot to the table and likely because we have had to earn our place in whatever it is that we're doing, whether it be our job or industry, be taken seriously to be seen as more than our looks, uh, even from family to be taken seriously. whatever it is, you sort of had to earn it in a way that men don't always have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just come out of the womb and are listened to <laughs> and whatever else. Then sometimes we can err on the side of being extra competitive. Mm-hmm. And while we think that is playful, if the guy or girl or whatever is already thinking, wow, like that, she brings a lot to the table. It can come across as competition and you're trying to build a team. So what I mean by that is you answered the prompt. I bet you can't. And I think it was your way of trying to be playful, which is great in theory, but then you go make better jerk chicken wings than me. Which, by the way, I would love to try if you're ever in New York. Because I <laughs> she That's makes so really
2: pretty. good Jamaican jerk. Oh, I can oh attest to this. I had it Amazing. in Canada. Fire.
3: I got you. I Thank would you. appreciate it so much. Thank you. Um, and then you put, in fact, I'd be surprised if you can cook better than me. So you want to. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Dudes love a challenge. People love a challenge. But when you're come out of the coming out of the gate kind of saying, I already know I do things better than you, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily like think I about totally if, get it. <laughs> yeah, think about if you were starting a friendship, right? Even just a friendship with a girl or a guy. So th- I pretend this was a hinge profile to make a friend, right? Like aside from the cute photos and whatever, although people like cute friends, so you know. Um, but then when you're doing prompts. With your friends, you usually have fun. So you're gonna want to post something that shows that you're fun or what you kinda like. Sure, but you're not gonna start off with a friend, even if it's girl. You're not gonna start off being like, Oh, your outfit's cute. I bet you can't dress better than me. <laughs> like, bet you- right? right? well,
2: like when kids- you say when you say it like that, Devin, it's like, okay, I get it now. I get okay, where you're t- going. T- 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 <laughs> yeah, like you be like, mm. so,
3: so find another <laughs> playful one, right? Um, about, you know, when when I had a dating profile on I actually, I, one of the prompts I did answer was what I want to be when I grow up. And I said something about, I I wanted to be the black Ryan Seacrest with boobs. And now I'm like the black Ryan Seacrest who's a matchmaker or something like goofy, but it's like, so it shows a little of my personality, but it also shows I don't take myself too seriously. Right. And it's also an answer. I guarantee they didn't see on anybody else's profile. Right. Um, And so being playful like that, and if you're not on Hinge on any other dating app for the listeners, again, you want to take the time, whether it's Bumble or whatever else, to answer a couple little questions about yourself. Something is better than nothing. Keep it short and sweet and
2: make it playful. Playful is always good. But otherwise, your profile looks really, really great. All right. So, Cleo, you've got a good starter kit to finesse, to, to remix the app this year Oh, I'm changing. You it feeling right good now. about Don't it? worry, I
4: have my okay.
2: nose. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her nose. Okay, Cleo, thank you so much. We're gonna keep talking for just thank a little you, bit more, Cleo. me and Devin. No problem. You. It was
4: so good to meet you, Devin Z. I'll see you soon, girl.
2: <laughs> yes, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, so Devin, that was amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Anytime. Before before I let you go, just really quickly in conclusion, uh, this is the perfect time to bring up ghosting because it is a thing that. Yes is the thing for sure. So how do we let go of people? Maybe we go on a date, maybe a few, and it's just like, they're not the person. How do we let them down gently if we don't want to ghost? And then also how do we handle the, the rejection, the emotional damn of, I just got ghosted. Yeah.
3: So, you know, look, my approach, not everyone will agree with, but I agree with it. So I think it's good. Uh, (laughs) If you've you've gone on, say, just like one date, Mm -hmm. one or two dates, and the person, you know, you go home and you're not feeling it after the first date or after the second date, and you go home and the person isn't messaging you to follow up, then you don't have to follow up. It's right. okay. You can just right. stop communicating. Like it is all right. That means their feelings aren't hurt that much either. Like it's, you don't need to then come back, even though they didn't message you being like, well, mm-hmm. you were great, but like, it's all right. You don't need to yeah. do that. Especially after one or two dates. Cause that it's like, that's sector you literally, you're still in the starting yeah. line. If you, if it's further down than that, if you've done like four or five dates or maybe you were speaking every day and then, you know, finally did an in-person date or something like that, then you do want to be more mindful. And you can just say, you know, I think, You're really good. I wondered if I have a message I sent a guy recently. Let's ooh tell us how you let him go. (laughs) If I still (laughs) have how you you took him off the hook, sent him back to (laughs) sea, and was like, you know, he wanted to meet up. No, I can't find it. I can only find part of our conversation. But I will say, so this one one guy um, had at like he asked out on the Facetime date, like, oh, we should meet in person, and then he followed up with a text, being like, oh, like it was great talking to you. Would love to meet you in person. Blah blah Mm -hmm. blah. And I just politely was like, it was really great chatting with you. Like, I wish you all the best with your new dog. Like, mm-hmm. I hope you have a great holiday and just left it, which Ooh. kind of was an obvious okay. it was just an obvious wasn't rude, but it was an obvious. Right. This is where I see this. Right. Um. But if you're if you're not interested, you could say, you know, it was great getting to know you. I feel like we're not on the same page or I feel like. Uh, I would bore you. You can put it on yourself if you want to Mm -hmm. and say like, oh, I feel like I would bore you or you have like a, you know, a different sense of humor than I do Mm -hmm. or... Um, I feel like I'm not ready to date. Don't say that though. If you're going to be dating seven other people, because they find <laughs> like, that out. That's like always, like not a problem. that's always a that's problem. Um, right. but yeah, just something short and sweet and polite, okay. which is just, it was great getting to you. Know, I appreciate you or I appreciate the dinner, you know, ultimately I don't feel like the chemistry was there, but it was really mm-hmm. great getting to know you and leave it at that. People understand right. chemistry and if they're pushing it, block them. Cause at that point yeah. they're being disrespectful of your space yeah. and your decisions anyway. So it's mm-hmm. fine. If and how do we not ghosted? feel so rejected? Right? Yes, girl. You're that gonna hurts. feel rejected. It hurts. <laughs> There's not that much you can do about the pain. Just know that it will go away. But mm-hmm. to keep from prolonging it, don't seek closure. The closure is the fact that they're not messaging you back. Let that be mm-hmm. closed. Um, mm-hmm. And delete communication. And as someone who likes to hold on to communication, that's hard. Meaning like... I have text messages. There's a meme that I love. That's like, I hold on to text from, I have text messages from 1763 in case somebody ever comes back and wants to know what was said <laughs> on like blah, 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 blah. I'm that person. Same, um, same, same. But delete the communication yeah. so that way, even if you get that impulse to message them or to mm-hmm. be like, what happened? You can't if their right. number's not in your phone and you deleted the message off the app or if you really don't want to get rid of it, maybe give it to a friend that you trust. Is like an emergency, you know, like... <laughs> If this is like crack and open of mind, in case of a yeah, fire, exactly. like the little glass, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Then you can give it to me, but just delete it because then, cause your emotions will come and go. There'll be moments that you're like, whatever, I don't need that person. And then there'll be moments where you're like, damn, we had a good time. I really like right. them. Or I wonder if I did something differently. And so in those moments of weakness, you don't want to trigger reaching out because they may respond, mm-hmm. which you think is what you want, but if they weren't interested in enough enough to be consistent with you, then at this point they're just gonna be mm. playing games. So they exactly. may respond because they like the attention. And now yeah. you're wondering why, like they message you sometimes. Don't you're making it worse mm. for yourself. It's like sticking right. your finger in an open wound. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Nobody mm. you don't do that. So I would delete. Yeah,
2: yep. Delete, delete delete, the communication, (laughs) and then
3: remind yourself that you're a bad bit. Like, Mm. and like, bye, right? Like, sometimes God steps in because we can't because He knows Mm. we won't do the right thing. (laughs) Sometimes He He has to intercede on our behalf. Sometimes He does. Sometimes He's like, nah. He just pulls the person away and let Mm them let it go. Let let that person go because if you're doing you to the best of your ability and like a good way you're respectful you take care of yourself you're working to be happy with yourself anyone who isn't drawn to that in you is not Mm -hmm. for you
2: Mm -hmm. you don't Mm
3: -hmm. have to convince them you don't have to like try and make a why you should be great blah 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 Now, the one caveat i would say is don't have sex on the first date Mm. i know not everybody agrees that don't so you say don't do it don't do it don't do it. Don't do okay, it. Okay. There's why? actually a really good book that, if your listeners want to read it, it's great. It's called oh. How Not to Date a Jerk, I believe. Okay. And it's really great. Like, it's not necessarily exciting, but if you nerd mm. out on this stuff like I do, it's really great and insightful. Yeah. And the author actually talks about, like, this principle where um, think of it as, like, these levers, right? Like, five different levers, and they go in order, and you can't skip a lever. So the level of trust in a person. Mm-hmm. Can only match the level of how well you know the person. And by know the person, it means mm-hmm. getting to know them in different circumstances. And the level mm-hmm. of physical intimacy can only match how much you trust the person, mm-hmm. which matches how reliable the person is, which matches how well you know the person. And so mm-hmm. basically, what happens is when you try and skip one, so you don't, you know them a little bit. Yes. But the intimacy goes up because you went and had mm-hmm. sex already.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Then that's where you're off balance. Right. And you can run into trouble later mm-hmm. because you skipped ahead. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. like now they all play need catch to up. be. Yeah. Yeah. They all need to be even to balance. Them. so as you get to know them more, then you can, you know, rely on them more. Maybe so even relying could just mean if they say they're going to call you now feel better that they really will call when they said they're going to call because they're reliable because you've gotten to know them a little bit more. And then as you rely on them more, you can trust them a little bit more. Okay, this person's being consistent. So it seems like the things they're telling me, I can take at face value. And that happens over time. It builds up over time. Doesn't matter if you've had seven you know, FaceTime chats that were five hours a piece. It's still, (laughs) you need certain time and diversity of experience with that person, like seeing them in person versus whatever else. But basically- You don't want to go over one of those. And having sex on the first day, I guarantee you, you do not know them well enough. They're not reliable
2: enough for their scales to be balanced. All right, Devin, I love it. Thank you so much for all of these gems. If people want to keep up with you, if they want your matchmaking services, where do they go? Yeah. If you want to keep up with me uh, and just be nosy, you can find me on Instagram. That's (laughs) Devin with a Y, Simone
3: with an I on Insta. Uh, But you also can go to my website. That's devinsimone.com. And from there, you can click a link to sign up to be in our database with three-day rule matchmaking. You can also go to three-dayrule.com and click on, you heard about it from Devin. Um, And it'll send me a little notification as well. Uh, But yeah, even if you have good date stories or want some tips, feel free to DM me. I'll do my best to answer. And 2021 can certainly be your year if you want it to
2: be. Oh, I love it. I love it. Devin, thank you so much. So many gems dropped. I know they're going to love this. So thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Z. Always so much fun. Yes. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. I hope you loved that conversation with Devin as much as I loved having it. Special thanks again to her. And thank you, Cleo, for (laughs) volunteering as tribute. Um, Cannot wait to hear about all of your matches. And we will definitely be talking about it in a future group chat episode. Um, Before we wrap up, I want to give you guys this week's party trick. It is a dating app hack from Devin. That will get you right when it comes to dropping your location. Another hack that I would say for people if you're going to use the dating apps is...
3: Find out the good neighborhoods in the area you want to date, like the good, nice neighborhoods and set your location there. Or whenever you're near those neighborhoods, <laughs> open the app so that your profile shows up there. Oh, that's a big difference. hack. That, that's what I discovered when I was yes. swiping
4: back in the day. Where difference. do I need to Whew. set my hinge in New York? Girl, yes. I was in
2: London. I, I was yes. first of all, I was up the street like in L.A. Yes. talking about in London for the weekend. Oh, girl, I was trying, girl I know, you I know I love not do accent. Not only did I do in <laughs> London, I
3: Googled Knightsbridge. Okay, what's the zip code of Knightsbridge? And like
4: uh, Chelsea, code. like the good area. Right, the cute area.
2: The parameters. Because you, can't end, like up, you can't end up dating in the hood of right. London now. That defeats the whole purpose. Right. right, right. Right.
4: <laughs> I'm
3: telling you, I'm
2: telling you. We need that were, shortage say, energy. You know, I,
4: yeah.
3: You absolutely, when I was in New York, I was doing it sort of as an experiment and then, you know, fell and caught feelings. But with my (laughs) ex, I was living in New York and I had set it to Philadelphia just because I, each city actually has a different, like the way they approach dating is slightly different. Um, There's just like a different dynamic. So I was curious what that looked like. So I set it to Philly, but instead of just setting it to Philly, I was like, I knew nothing about Philly. I was like, but what are the good neighborhoods? Just so Mm -hmm. I know. So Rittenhouse was one of them. So I set it to Rittenhouse and sure enough, my now ex but lived in Rittenhouse and 80. we lived in Rittenhouse and moved because yes. you, you have to be, if you're going to do it you got to be strategic right, right? Right, like right? that comes back to writing down that tight list and kind mm-hmm. of knowing what you're looking for but it's I a good it. hack oh that's the acts. best hack
2: All right, and as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, don't forget it's not too late to enter our giveaway to win a $100 Amazon gift card. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating and a written review with your one word, for 2021 and then a few nice words about the podcast would be ideal and um, yeah that's it so leave the review drop a line and we'll be giving away another gift card later this week we have a bonus episode coming it is a full group chat segment so stick around you don't have to wait until next Monday we are going to talk about the dumbest single years ish we have ever done it is confession time I'm a little nervous and just talk about being single in general the best of it the worst of it the good the bad the ugly and yeah friendly relationships Reminder if you want to dig into more of that self love, check out episode three. Self love is sexy AF. It has been one of the most popular episodes so far. So much great feedback. So I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next Monday for our normal episode, but stay tuned for our bonus episode. I'm Zuri Hall. This is Hot Happy Mess, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.